Beloved, you're about to listen to a message by Pastor Prince Laie. Pastor Prince Laie is the head pastor of Rescue World Chapel International and the lead evangelist of Christ the Healer Gospel Campaign. He has a dynamic teaching and healing ministry with miracles, signs and wonders that has affected and transformed many lives. And now, the voice of rescue. Heaven is my home. Oh, I'm more louder than all of you put together. Heaven is my home. Eternity consciousness. Clap your hands for Jesus. Try it with your partner. Try it with your partner. Tell him to respond. Quick, one go. Start it. Oh, everybody participate. You don't know where your miracle is. Say some. Eternity consciousness. Heaven is my home. Heaven is my home. Eternity consciousness. We are thinking about life after the earth. Clap your hands for Jesus. Eternity consciousness is simply, somebody says something, what is this big, big word you are saying? Eternity consciousness simply means thinking about the afterlife. Say the afterlife. You see, here is the life, but the afterlife, after we come for your obituary, whatever, after, it's called eternity. Everybody say eternity. And even our forefathers who didn't know about Jesus, in the days of Yasantua and Co., when someone dies, they still write Nantie. When a chief dies, they behead a lot of people to accompany the chief. Why? Because they believe that after life is the real life. Did you get what I said? They believe that after this life is the real life. Say the real life. This life has an expiry date. That life has no expiration date. This life can expire. By 70, 80, 90, you are gone. Even if you are on earth, you will be wishing to die. Your children will be carrying you like a baby. They will be feeding you like a baby. You prefer to die. Amen. Amen. So this life has expiration date. But there is a life that you will be there forever and ever without turning back. It is called eternity. Say eternity. And that is why we are saying that in this month of July, we want to be eternity conscious. Enough about the school, enough about the job, enough about the money, enough about, about the marriage, enough about the buildings and whatever, and the cars, and whatever you are looking for. The traveling and so all those things are good, but for this earth. But after this earth, we must also think about eternity. And that is what we say, eternity consciousness. And you respond by saying, heaven. It's my home. May hell never be your home. I said, May hell never be your home. May hell never be your destination. Unfortunately, Jesus says that two people will be in one room and one will be taken. In other words, if 10 people are in a room, five will be taken. In other words, if 20 people are in a room, how many? 10 will be taken. If 40 are in a room, 20 will be taken. So calculate and check how many of you will be left. We are in a room, stay in a room. And Jesus said, two on the same bed, one will be taken. May you, may you not be left here. Oh, tell the person, my brother, you, you look very nice, but may you not be. No, ask for me, I'm gone. Tell the person, the two of us, I am the chosen, I'm the selected. If you don't know, then I'm sorry for you. It means that for you, God, you are disqualified. If you don't even know, then I'm sorry for you. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Open to Matthew 24. I'm coming to teach you about the signs of the end time. For you to see things clearly. But you see, I want to, to just pick from the Bible and, and give you facts. Facts. For you to, to go to CNN and check. Go to, to Al Jazeera and check. Go to 
<laughs> Go and look for newspapers and check, and you will see that the Bible is in display. Matthew 24, verse 1. Turn your Bibles. Matthew 24, verse 1. We are all reading. Let's be upstanding. Let us begin. One goal. Then Jesus went out and departed from the temple. And his disciples came up to show him the buildings of the temple. Next. And Jesus said to them, Do you not see all these things? Assuredly, I say to you, Not one stone shall be left here upon another that shall not be thrown down. Amen. amen. Oh, amen. amen. Next, I'll come back to this verse just to wait for my note to, to be ready. I'll come back to this verse. Now, as he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately, saying, Tell us, when would these things be? And what will be the sign of your coming? And of the end of the age? We see Jesus with the disciples. And Jesus Christ was asked a very, very beautiful question. The, the disciples came to him. Go back to that scripture. They came to him and they were showing him the temple of Solomon. And how beautiful it has been made. And the beauty and the glory of the temple. So when Jesus lifted up his head and saw the stones and, and, and the decoration and the niceness of the temple and the building, the Bible says that, And Jesus said unto them, Do you see this building? Assuredly I say to you, Not even a stone, say a stone, Not even a brick will be left standing. In other words, this beautiful thing you are admiring is soon coming down. Everybody say, soon coming down. This beautiful thing is soon coming down. It is coming to an end. So the Bible says that the disciples heard that and they were very wise not to ask Jesus further questions. But they waited for Jesus to leave where he was to a mountain they used to visit called Mount Olives. Amen. So when they got to Mount Olives, the Bible says that, and they came to Jesus and asked Jesus that, what were you trying to say? Now, give me from Mount Olives. Probably verse 4 or 3, where you were, Mount Olives. They got to Mount Olives, look at what happened. They came to Jesus and asked Jesus that, what were you talking about? Now, as he was on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately, saying, tell us, when would these things be? And what will be the sign of your coming? And of the end of the age. Amen. Amen. So the disciples sought to know the signs of the end time. So every disciple. Do I have some disciples of Jesus here? Disciple is just from a Greek word called matetio. And matetio means a student or a pupil. A a follower. Someone who studies after. Amen. So if you are a Christian, you are a matetio, you are a student, you are a pupil, you are a student of the Bible, you are studying after the man called Jesus. Amen. Amen. So just as the disciples were interested in knowing about the signs of the end time, every good Christian must be abreast with the details of the signs of the end time. If you don't know about the signs of the end time, check where you go to church. Probably your tithe is going with nothing returned. Amen. Amen. You must be taught. Say, I must be taught about the end time. That is why we are learning about the end time. Amen. Amen. And what will be the sign? On Sunday, I taught you a lot of things about the rapture, right? Fantastic. If you were not here, just free tip. Come for it and listen. Fantastic. Two tips on the rapture. Fantastic. Today, I'm teaching you the signs. Before the rapture, these are the signs. Say, tell us what will these things, when will these things be? And what will be the sign of your coming? Amen. Oh, amen. Now, Revelation 22, verse 12. Bible says, And behold, I come quickly. Say, I come quickly. Jesus says, I come quickly. Behold, I come quickly. And my reward is with me. To give every man according as his work shall be. Behold, I come quickly. Tell someone the coming of Jesus is not slowly, it is quickly. 
It is because you are calculating by your own time and because you are using your own factors to determine the time. That is why you think it is slow. But the coming of Jesus will not be late. It will come quickly. Jesus will come back and his coming will not be slow. He described his coming and he said, Behold, I come quickly. Not slowly. The adverb used there is quickly, meaning hastily. So you may say, oh, but Jesus has kept too long. That is in your calculation. That is in your estimation. That is in your expectation. But one day before God can be thousand years. You don't know when. The only certain thing is that he's coming. It is that one is certain. You can't change that. He's coming. And he says he's coming quickly. That is so sure. Now, in Mark chapter 13, the verse number 32 the Bible says that, but of that day, see the disciples went to ask him in verse 3, that tell us the time you'll be coming. And the answer is over here in Mark 13 verse 32. It says, but of that day and that hour, no snowman, say no snowman. No. That day he'll be coming, no one knows. Not even Pastor Prince, not the Archbishop, no one knows. That day you will be coming, no one knows. Not the angels which are in heaven, neither the Son, but the Father. In other words, it, it has not even been given to the Son of Man to know, but to the office of the Father. That means that if you meet Jesus physically here with you now, I cannot tell you when I'm coming. Until I enter or I assume into the position of the Father, I can't tell you. So this is only left for the Father. God is the same as the Father. Jesus is the Father. But as in the, in the, in the administrative office of the Son, it is not in his position to tell you. It is like I'm the headmaster of the school. And you are my daughter. And your teacher has brought me the examination questions to be typed and printed for you. And you come to me at home and say, Daddy, Daddy, give me the questions. I'll tell you that as, as, as a daddy, I would have given you the question. But as the headmaster, it is not for me to give you the question, but I'm the same man. Amen. Is it well understood? So don't be confused yet. Some people take, uh, excuse me, the people like Jehovah Witness take this verse and they make argument about it. If Jesus is the Father, why did he say that? What they don't understand is the administrative rules of the Trinity. The administra- oh, somebody's clapping. You should clap. Clap better. The administrative rules of the Trinity. They have different rules. And as the son, I am not in, in the place or in the position to tell you this. So I can't tell you now. Unless I assume my office as the father, I go back to heaven and then I can determine when I am coming. Glory to Jesus. Now, let's continue our love story. Verse 13. He said, take ye heed. In other words, be careful. Watch and pray. Tell somebody, be careful. Watch. In other words, be alert. Be ready. Say, be ready. Be ready. <laughs> and now, there are three things you should do. Whenever you think about the rapture, what I taught you on Sunday, and you think about what I'm teaching you today, all that I am living with you before you live here, there are three things I want you to go with. One, be careful. Say, be careful. Be careful. And two, be ready. Say, be ready. Or be alert. Amen. And what is the third thing? Take heed, watch, and pray. Say pray. Take heed, watch. That means be ready, be alert at all times. And then be praying. All those who are waiting for the coming of the Lord, they wait in prayer. Because the world is full of evil. You, you, you cannot be waiting for the coming of the Lord in the spirit of carnality. It can't work. You have to be alert and alive. Can I have an amen? Amen. Let's continue. Read with me. Take heed, watch, and pray. For ye know not when the time is. 34. For the Son of Man is as a man taking a far journey, who left his house and gave authority to his servants and to every man his work, and commanded the porter to watch. In other words, to, to be alert. 35. 
Be alert therefore, or watch therefore, for you know not when the master of the house cometh. You don't know when he's coming. That's why you have to be alert. There is no room for let me backslide somewhere and come back. There's no room for that. Be alert because you know not when he's coming. The timing is the whole issue. We don't know when he's coming. Watch ye therefore, for you know not when the master of the house cometh, at evening or at midnight, or at cock row, that is afternoon, or dawn, sorry, or in the morning, 36, otherwise he may come suddenly and he will find you sleeping. Otherwise, he may come suddenly like the thief comes. He may come suddenly like the master comes to your class. He may come suddenly like the police arrest people. They go in the midnight. He will come suddenly like your, your creditor. When your creditor is coming to look for you, he doesn't come at daytime. Of late, we have been seeing some of the credit and loans, their cars. They move only in the night. I saw some in my area. I was like, ah, what, what is these people doing there? What are these people doing here? And I was told that Omo Bedaka. And when I checked the time, almost 11 p.m. I'm saying now, by this time now, oh yeah, Juma. Because in Ghana, on the car, on the area, on the area. Hey, may you never be a debtor. I said, may you never be a debtor. Celeste, coming suddenly. He will find you sleeping. And when the Bible uses the word sleeping, it means backsliding. Or slumberness, spiritual slumberness. Don't go to church, don't read your Bible, you don't pray. You are backsliding, sleeping around, drinking around, doing your own thing. Even though you are born again, the Bible describes you as someone who is sleeping. You are not awake. You are not alert. You are not alive. From today, you are free from slumberness. Yeah. Ah, come on, I say you are free from slumberness. Yeah. So you will slumber no more. Yeah. Say, I will slumber no more. And I will backslide no more. Mark 24 verse 36. Where we were reading from the beginning to introduce it. He also gives us an answer over there. But of that day and hour knoweth no man. No, not the angels of heaven. But my father only. That is why those signboards that came around some time ago. Predicting when Jesus was coming. It is wrong. I don't need anyone to tell me it is wrong. The Bible has already told me times and number. That the day no man knows. Not even angels. So which angel revealed to you? You say you have the vision. Which angel? Is it a demon? Is it a fallen angel that revealed to you or the, the angel? Because Jesus said the angel he is working with. They don't know. And even he, Jesus, in the flesh, he doesn't know. And, and you, you know. It's your yonder friend who showed Hey, which of the angels? We have angels of light and angels of darkness. So if you tell me that you saw an angel, it doesn't mean you are from God. It could be that you saw the other angels. God, they, are all, they were all angels. Some are falling and some are in the light. As are now. So if you say, oh, I have two angels, you've not said anything. It could just be that you have two demons, but they are angels. They are falling angels. I didn't say anything. I'm just explaining. <laughs> I'm explaining angelology. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Uh, oh, can't I teach my church? I, I, I didn't mention anything. I just explained the angels you spoke about. Amen. Hallelujah. Are we learning? So, as for the day, don't let anyone come and tell that I had a vision. Jesus is coming 2012. Sometime ago, they say Y2K. How many of you remember Y2K? Y2K, they said the, the earth was was going to be destroyed. That means that that's the end of the world. That means that Jesus has to come in white cooking. That was the year 2000, right? Huh. When we're moving from the 19th into 2000, they said something called Y2K, the earth was coming to an end and everything. So that means that Jesus will be coming the year 2000. And I was a child, but we were expecting that Jesus was coming the year 2000. And we are in 2018. And Jesus is still not back. In the name of Jesus. But of that day and hour, no one knows. 43. But know this. Now everybody say, know this. Know this, that if the good man of the house had known in what watch the thief would come, he would have watched and would have suffered his house to be broken. Would have not suffered his house to be broken. If you knew the day he's coming, I mean, you would have watched. You know when you backslide and when you will not. 
when a lady is tempting you, say, Oh, this one, Jesus, so I can repent and re repent. <laughs> but if, if you knew when he was coming, then you would have kept your house in, in watch, or you would have been alert, but you don't know. But the Bible says in 45, said, Who then is a faithful and a wise servant? Whom his Lord has made ruler of his house to give them food in due season. Blessed is that servant whom his Lord, when he cometh, will find him doing so. In other words, what God has given you, be faithful in it. Verily I say to you that he shall make him ruler over all his goods. But if, but, and if that evil servant shall say in his heart, My Lord delays his coming. When that evil servant says, Oh, but he's delaying, he's delaying. So let me enjoy small. Let me pass behind the corner small let me do my own thing small by the time I'm 25 I will, I will repent by the time I'm 30 years I will repent uh, as for 18 to 30 let me clap small let me have some boyfriends some girlfriends let me do you say ah, he wish unfaithful that's the way he thinks said but if the evil servants are saying his heart my lord delays and you see those people they don't say it in their mouth or they don't say it with their mouth they say it in their heart the reason why they are secretly backsliding because in their heart I'm too young to be suffering for the Lord. Then all night, all night, all night. Mini, mini, no, mini, no, no, You see, they, they wish to also be partying, to be booking, to be doing all those things so that when they are 40 years, they start saying that, oh, you see, when we know, you see, you see, you see, you see, my dear, my dear, my dear, you don't know when Jesus is coming. So stop saying in your heart that you're also going to do that because for you, it may not go well for you. You may not know. So be very careful. And shall begin to smite his fellow servants to eat and drink with the drunken that is drinking about. The Lord of that servant shall come in a day when he looketh not for him. In a day when he's not a Christian. That's when the, that's when the Lord will come. And in an, so when someone asks you, when is the Lord coming? Tell the person, the day you backslide. <laughs> ah, it's biblical, read. He said, eh. <laughs> listen, he has told you when. It is not by gate, it is by state. Eh? As I saw what? The coming of the Lord is not by gate. It is by what? State. And the Lord of that servant shall come in a day when he looketh not for him, and in an hour that he is not aware of. 51. And shall cut him asunder, appoint him his portion with the hypocrite. He will give him his portion. See, everybody has a portion. Amen. Amen. Say, everyone has a portion. You have something waiting for you. Whether what you have is good or not good is dependent on who you are. And that the coming of the Lord is not determined by the date, it is by the state. What you are doing will determine when He is coming in your life. And you see, even if the rapture doesn't come to meet you, the day you die is your own personal rapture. You can't come back to the earth again. That's the saddest thing. The day you die is your personal rapture. No one knows, not even the Son of Man. To think you can take some time off to backslide for a while is to be likened as a careless and a foolish watchman who goes to sleep sometimes thinking no thief will attack. Revelation 16, 15 says, Behold, I come as a thief. Say, I come as a thief. I come as a thief. Mm, and blessed is he that watches and keeps his, his cloth garment, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. Blessed is he that keeps his cloth pure, that keeps his garment pure. Otherwise, your garment will be soiled with sin, with, with sin, and you will not be holy. So blessed is he who is awake and keeps his garment clean and will not be naked. So you must be alert and jealously protect your garment of righteousness which you have received as a born again Christian, else you will backslide and walk shamefully. May the Lord have mercy. Amen. Now, let's go to the signs. Let's see what we can do tonight and we'll be out of here. Matthew 24. We are looking at the signs. And the first category of signs we are going to look at is what I call Jesus' prophecies. 
the signs that make up Jesus' prophecy. Afterwards, I will teach you signs that were not mentioned by Jesus but are biblical. So I'm showing you and I will show you signs that were mentioned by Paul. So today I'm starting because that is the commonest one. So I'm, I, want, I want to do the common ones. Amen. Amen. The signs that were stated by Jesus in his prophecies. Ask somebody, by, are you ready at all? Amen. Or you have been distracted by this whole thing? Alright, let's go. Number one. Number one. We are dealing with Matthew 24 throughout. Number one. False Christ. False Christ. Verse 5. Let's all read verse 5 quickly. Jesus was now giving them the signs. Jesus was giving them the signs. So read from verse 4. I love verse 4. Jesus gives them a warning. Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceives you. In other words, the number one thing you must do in the end time is to be careful. Say be careful. Yeah. That no one deceives you. What is deception? Deception, I've explained to you, basically deception is truth plus false. Deception is 99.9 truth, 1% false. Amen. Amen. Like maybe for example, as you are living here, you go and tell someone, hey, I went to a certain church. When I went, the pastor, today the, the demons attacked him, but they stopped his tablet from working. Uh, after he tried, they did some whatever, whatever. then the, the power source also cut, the, the tablet went off again. And then his guys ran to a certain far place and they brought a laptop, a blue nice laptop. Now, what the person said, analyze it. From the beginning of the story to the end of the story, is there some truth in it? Yes, something happened like that. But the laptop they brought, is it a blue laptop or a red laptop? So you see, that thing is not 100% truth. It's called deception. It's called deception. They add something to it. Oh yeah, if I clap, you do it better. So, when prophets are deceiving you, they'll be doing certain things right. But there are certain things they'll be doing wrong. And they'll tell you, oh, but I'm a man of God. I'm doing this, I'm doing that, giving NGO, giving things to, to people, feeding the poor, and all sort of things. They will preach one good sermon, and then secretly, they, see, so you will see the other fruit. And it must make you know that, no, there's deception. There is truth there, but there is false there. Amen. Amen. And Jesus warns against deception, not lies. Deception. Because there's a level of truth in it, but you have to be very smart, else you will not know that the person is deceiving you. So the first thing Jesus says that we should watch out for is false Christ. Everyone write down false Christ. Now, which people are false Christ? Now, false Christ, Jesus is not talking about people who come and say, I am the Christ. Rarely will you find people say that. Because they know in the Bible, Jesus has said, be careful of false Christ. Nobody will come and say, I am the Christ. No one. Except maybe later on, when the manifestation of the Antichrist, all right, he will boldly make that declaration. But after now, no one. But Jesus didn't say false Christ. He said false Christ. That means many people. Many people that will claim to be Christ. They will present themselves as saviors and powerful leaders of other religions. What is the Christ? The Christ is the Savior. Amen. Amen. Hello. Amen. Amen. The Christ is supposed to be the Savior of the world. From the word Christos, the anointed. Someone anointed to bring us deliverance, to bring us healing, to be the king, to, 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 to redeem us from destruction. So the Christ is supposed to be the Savior. He's supposed to lead men unto salvation. Amen. Amen. Now we have other religious heads. Who have also come up claiming that they know the way, claiming that they can lead you to salvation. They have entered into the office of the Christ. And Jesus said that watch out because there will be false Christ. Wow. Wow. Amen. Amen. Don't we have a lot like that? Yeah. Yeah. They will not say I'm 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 Jesus the Christ or I'm the Christ. No. But they want to. Feel the place of the Christ. They want to do what the Christ must do. They want to take you for eternity. They want to, to lead you to heaven, to the Father. They are promising you several things that they can give you just as the Christ. But they are not the Christ. The Christ is only one man. He fulfilled all the prophecies of the Christ. We have some like when you go to the Islamic religion like Muhammad. When you go to the latter day saint like Joseph Smith. When you go to Buddhism like Gautama Buddha. When you go to Hinduism, many, 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 many gods. New age with those uh, hip-hop and those 
people over there. Even now, there's a new religion up there by Beyonce. True, true or not true? I, I saw it. Yeah, go to the net and check and read about it. Now she, she's being worshipped. And uh, a whole Catholic church was tanked. Now she is now the one they worship like uh, Mary. And her picture. And, and they said, oh, it's free. And when they were doing service, hey, they were jamming. It's only her songs. And they worship him. Yeah, this Oprah Winfrey woman or something, they have their own, the new age something. You see, they are promising to give life and to give all that Christ is the only one who can give. So they are feeling in the space of the Christ. And so they are trying to make themselves the Christ. And Jesus said, watch out. Because in the end time, the first sign that you receive that many religions will come up. And after Jesus said this, many religions. We have Baha'i. So many. I can't even Rastafarianism. They worship Hail Salasi like something. Yes. They call him the black Jesus. Say he's the black Jesus. They don't like white Jesus. They like the black Jesus. And it is very, very, very serious. When you check world religion, you will see. Different when you go to church, they have something whether Shintoism. They, they have different, different religious leaders. And these people are all promising life. The things you will do to have life. The things you will do, you have life. The things you will do, you have life. Just as Jesus the Christ is also doing. So Jesus said, be watchful. When you go to the Jehovah Witnesses, Charles Tess Russell. He was the founder of that, of that religion. Charles Tess Russell. Go to Baha'i. So many people. I don't have time. Number two. Wars and rumors of war. Verse 6. Verse 6. Wars and rumors of wars. Jesus said, be careful. The second thing you have to look at to know whether Jesus is really coming. He said, if he's coming or not, these things will happen for you to see. And the first thing is that there will be many religions. False Christ will come. And it is there. True or not true? true. Now, the second one is that rumor, wars and rumors of wars. So wars and rumors of Matthew 24, verse 6. And ye shall hear of wars. Let's all read one go. And ye shall hear of wars. You will hear. Say you will hear. So the fact that it's not happening around you, Jesus said you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. Then he said, see that you do not be troubled, for all these things must come to pass. But the end is not yet. Hmm? That means that way and fama a body kind. There are some signs in the sea, but there are signs that prepare the way. This sign can prepare the coming. Amen. Amen. When a woman gets pregnant, you don't start first day you find out that you are pregnant. No, ah, oh, oh, help me. Oh, ah. Do you do that? No. Ah, you'll be taken for checkup now. <laughs> you, you will be sent for checkup. But the third sign will be what spitting, early morning vomit, nausea, and those kind of things. That fake malaria. You see. Later on, cry. You see that your appetite will start changing. You'll be designed for weird things. Ha, you easily, easily, you get angry about certain things, upset, and all sort of things. Then the last sign that will happen for you to know that the baby is now here. They call something, your water will break. Say, your water will break. Your water will break. Hey! Then there will be something called best pants. Hmm? Contractions from the walls. <laughs> you see, these are the latter times. Do you understand? So when, when somebody reads verse 6, the person says, Oh, but Jesus said when walls and rumors of the walls come, it's not the end. He said these are the signs of the end time. Yet that is not the, the last sign that will usher him in. But they are the beginning, the initial signs. Do you understand? So let's see. More people, hmm? more people will jump some of the statistics because of time. They will continue later. I thought of finishing this 15 today. I have 53 signs. <laughs> 53 times. By the time I finish with you, you'll be born again and reborn again and re 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 reborn again. <laughs> because there are a lot of things happening around you, you don't know the signs of the end time. But I'll, I'll prove it to you. 
Amen. Amen. A lot of you go for weddings. How many of you know weddings are signs of the end time? <laughs> weddings. When you see people marrying, you better be born again because it says it's an end time. Is it that what I will show you 53 and all from the Bible? Me, come back, my core Bible. No. <laughs> On the end that wedding, so you you want to marry? You are bringing Jesus birthday into the wedding. Those of you planning your birthday, you better you better cancel it. <laughs> Bible says that there will be eating and drinking and partying. So you see, by the time somebody say, "Oh, I have a party," you see, go no party. Everything has become party. Death has become party. Death has become party. Name is party. Everything that used to be prayer has become party. It's a sign. So it's a sign. From today, when you go to a funeral, don't take food. God, the food you are taking is a sign. Hey! What a shock! <laughs> are you loving it already? Show you sides of the Bible. Why would they to be like the days of Noah? It will be like the days of Noah. For they were eating, they were drinking, they were making fun, and they were marrying and giving their daughters for marriage. And then the flood came, and Jesus said, It will be exactly like that. And now, all the passion of parents is to give their daughters for marriage. All the desire of women, Okosku said, then they want to be married. It's like marriage has become a very important. If a man doesn't marry, you are seen uh, irresponsible, certain positions you can never get in the world, and all that. So marriage has become a compulsory thing, else you are sidelined from certain things. It's a sign. So say it's a sign. Tell somebody, watch out, watch out. You want to marry, you are one of the people bringing Jesus. You are, you are one of the people. Eric, you want to marry? You don't want to marry. You must marry. In this church, better marry. Amen. I'm the first person who brings Jesus. I'm marrying this year. So I'm bringing Jesus back. Amen. But you see, what you have to know is that it's a sign. And you must be taught. Else you will just be attending all the functions and you forget about Christianity. And then he will appear. Yeah. Amen. Say 53 times. Watch out. Okay, so let's take it slowly. Slowly. So now, the Bible says that we'll have wars. Say wars. And we'll have rumors of war. Rumors of war simply means that um, how do we even put it? Threats from different countries. You see, you, you, you hear some, uh, some conspiracy going on from France, from Russia against America, from Germany against this. Then North Korea is preparing some bombs. And then uh, um, um, how, how, how do you, Iran building some nuclear weapons and fishing. Then UN will go and spy. Saddam will say, he will say I'm not building anything in, in, in whatever, Saudi Arabia. Then they'll say, no, there's something there. Rumors of war. Rumors. It's like, it's like these people, they are arming themselves. They are waiting to attack. And then these people who are preparing, they are called rumors. Say rumors of wars. That is about wars. In Ghana, so far, you've not built anything. You know. He's saying there is war. We use knockout. Mercy for you. Amen. Now, listen. Statistically, more people have died in the 20th century than all the centuries past. In the 20th century, more people have died. In those ages called 19, 19, 19, from the 19th, more people, according to statistics, more people have died in the 19th, from 1901, whatever, to 19 something, 99. In the 20th, that's the 20th century. In the 20th century, more people have died than any other century. Jesus prophesied it that there will be wars. See, and it's because of wars. World War One and Two came. How many of you heard about World War One and Two? Heard about Adolf Hitler? Yeah, they were killing all the Jews. Six million or so Jews were just killed, cleared from the earth. 
that never happened before. So many numbers were just, you see, those days, when you watch history, eh? When you watch history, world history, it will be as if you are watching an action movie. I don't know why human history is like an action movie. Only was boom, boom, boom. That's the history of humanity. And you see mass barrier. They will dig long grave be, and they will just be pushing all the dead bodies to it. Just like that. Because of wars. And Jesus prophesied it. The Russian Civil War. How many of you heard about the Russian Civil War? You didn't hear it? The date of the USSR. Say USSR. Go and read more about it. Wars in Ghana. Write them down. When you are evangelizing to an intellectual, you don't say, don't read it, but God still love the world. That he, he, he will say, ah, please, I've heard it. Give him facts. And let him go and search. And he will know that, hmm, truly Jesus is coming. So what I'm doing is just to give you the fact. I know the evangelists have said it for you to hear on the road. But you don't have the fact to buttress it, to defend it. Go and check history. Russian civil war. Wars, even let's come to Ghana. When you, you study the history of Ghana, what did you read about? Wars. Say wars. Wars. Even migration. Say migration. When you studied about migration, what did you see? When you studied about migration, it was only about wars. How Ghana, uh, uh, old Ghana Empire and some people, how they fought and fought and fought and the Ashantis came from where, 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 from old Ghana, whatever. And they fought their way, fought, fought, fought. And the guards came, whether in Leife or something, they fought through, through the Nigerian border, whatever, along the sea coast. And they fought, came to how the Fantis with uh, Oduman Kuma or Suno, uh, uh, whatever. Adapawal. Eh? You think the history of even Ghana is war. True or not true? And Jesus prophesied it. Didn't Jesus say it? When Jesus said it, it was not really like that in his time. Only the Roman Empire was ruling. But like frequent war, like Obiakun, people were fighting for territory. <laughs> but they were taking it on the lighter. But when you go into the Bible, it has been prophesied. That it will prepare the coming of the Lord. And we have not seen anything yet. More are yet to come again. Now all the countries are preparing. They are preparing. Look at colonization. Look at how all the, the, the European countries were fighting to colonize different, different nations. And so today we have Africans speaking English. We have Africans speaking French. Hmm? Those days, even some had to speak Spanish because some of them were the Swiss, Portuguese, and all that. They were colonized, and it was war upon war, one war after the other. Congo War. When you go to Congo, they have a popular war they fought there called the Congo War. In Af- um, we have the, Af- uh, the, the Afghanistan Israeli Wars. How many of you have heard about the Afghanistan Israeli Wars? Watch CNN and Al Jazeera, you always see them. Always. And as of now, they are still, once in a while, then this one will release, boom, what they say. As if they are, they are coming, then this one to fire back. No forgiveness. Say no forgiveness. The wars. Wars. Say wars. Korean war. Vietnam war. How many of you heard about the Vietnam war? Iraq war. Somalia. The war in Somalia. You heard about the one in Liberia, in Ivory Coast, Mali, Nigeria, Togo, etc. More wars. Say more wars. wars. And the rumors of war. Say rumors of war. How many of you know of ISIS from Iran? ISIS. ISIS. How many of you know that they went to bomb some part of France? There was some, some public place in France. Recently, it's not, it's not belong. They put some bomb there and boom. They, and, you know, and because of that, France also had to retaliate. So now the whole thing, now they, they are preparing rumors of war. Rumors of war. They are preparing. Iran and Israel, they are all preparing to fight. Israel, uh, Iran wants to build an, an Islamic state. They want to unite all the Islamic countries and build an Islamic state and fight against the big devil and the little devil. Do you know the big devil? 
the big devil is America. Do you know the little devil? The little devil is Israel. <laughs> Tell somebody, read, read. <laughs> and they want to unite now the president of Iran, he all his business, the prime he wants to unite all the Islamic nations, including Saudi Arabia, but because of their Islamic faction, they don't agree with Saudi Arabia because in Islam, just like in Christianity, we have Catholic, Pentecost, this, that, that. Islamic people, they always deceive you that as far as we are one. We are one. It's not true. They are different. They have the Shia Muslims, and they have the Ahmadiyya Muslims, and they have another one. They have about, so, so many. So many. They are, they are different. So, if you read about them, you will know. When, uh, recently, whether the Kaaba or something, whether the place was bombed or something happened there, some people died. And they were blaming uh, Iran for it. Because Iran and Saudi Arabia, they don't flow. Because they are from two different caliphates. They caliphate. caliphate. They have some Islamic leaders that took over. Just like we have the apostles. They are, they are called the caliphate. Hmm? And those caliphs, when they took over, so some of them, yes, I was say we don't go there, there. Then we don't say go here, caliph, no, in a way, go here, caliph, no. So because of their factions, so they have the Shia, and then they have the Amadeus. Ah, not the Ankabode, but recently there is one. I've forgotten. I didn't know I would talk about that, so I didn't search. I've forgotten that. But there are differences. Differences. Amen. So they are fighting against each other. No, America. And Israel are uniting and they want to fight against the Islamic State. That's why when Trump came, he declared Jerusalem the official capital. And it's because they are fighting with uh, the, the Islamic nation who are also claiming that that place is, yes, the, is it the, uh, the Palestine, right? Because Jerusalem is into Palestine. So they are also claiming that the place is for them. But it's the history date back to David and Goliath's fight. That's where the history did back to. Amen. Amen. Let's move on because of time. Say rumors of wars. Iran nuclear fission. They have built a nuclear and you see the UN went to, to investigate. They said, oh, what they are building is just for industrial work. It's just for, for just to run some industrial activities. It's not for, for bombs. But it's a lie. Big one. Huge one. They are preparing for the next world war. And recently, I was on CNN, North Korea. How many of you watch it? North. Is it South Korea or North Korea? North Korea. One intercontinental ballistic missile. The one that you can fire from one continent to another continent. You can fire from America to Ghana. And North Korea has built it. <laughs> they are preparing for war. Say they are preparing for war. Yeah, preparing for and Jesus said that when you see these things, don't just be a physical person. When you see these things, don't just be uh, just one of the, the, the canyons making commentaries about it. Go to the Bible and you will see that it's a sign. It's a sign. It's a sign. It's a sign. When you watch Kumaud, you don't know anything. What CNN, Al Jazeera, Listen to news and you will see the Bible being played. Amen. Amen. Clap your hands for Jesus. How many of you know that America, they are one of the worst enemies of Russia? Recently, the president of Russia had a meeting with Trump and it has brought a big problem. I was watching CNN and big problems. Why? Because uh, Trump covered the Russian president for the first time in history. They are claiming that last the year 2016, their election, uh, Russia sent a spy who hacked into their, their system and helped Trump to win. You see, and that is what the U.S. intelligence have brought out. What is the U.S. intelligence, like their security systems and things like that, that's what they have brought out, that this is what happened. So they are looking for a way to also respond to Russia. And Trump met with, with, the, uh, with Putin, Russia president called Putin. He met with him for the first time, and someone, one of the journalists threw the question. And they set him 
you know, whether he will, he will still stand on that, now that you have met with a man, whether he will still say they have uh, uh, invaded your privacy and interfered with your election, and Trump just covered the whole thing, and it, became a, it has become a, as I'm talking to you now, go to CNN, you see a big issue in America now, that the president has made, uh, he has committed treason, because he has said that his own security, uh, whatever intelligence, is wrong about Russia. It has become a big issue. Why? Because Russia is one of the worst enemies of America. Say prophecy. These are signs of the coming of our Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Number three, kingdom against kingdom. We have wars. Now kingdom against kingdom. Kingdom against kingdom. Has close ties with the law. Uh, with the wars. United, how many of you know the United Kingdom? Yeah, they colonized Ghana. Amen. Amen. United Kingdom and its colonies, they colonized Ghana, including all the kingdoms in Ghana. Then we had the Ashanti Kingdom, uh, whatever, all the kingdoms in Ghana. The Ghana one, the Fanti one, they were kingdoms, but they colonized, they fought against us and captured us. Scottish Kingdom, Swedish Kingdom, Saudi Arabian Kingdom, Old Ghana Empire, Kingdoms in Ghana, Mali Empire, Songhai Empire. You read about Mali Empire, right? Good. Islamic Empires were also there. Great Northern War. The British Empire versus Swedish Empire. They fought in 1700 to 1721. That was kingdom against kingdom. And Jesus sat in Jerusalem and he prophesied that kingdoms will rise one day against kingdoms. And it happened in 1701. In 1701 to 1714, there was a war called the War of the Spanish Succession. The War of the Spanish Succession, and it was fought between France, Spain, Bavaria, and Hungarian. Amen. Hmm. I know you are lost. Don't worry. Okos kuka kra ebe fine. Why? Top up. Katu is the top up. Top up. Top up. Top up. <laughs> Amen. Amen. But you see, these are the things you need to know. So you know what Jesus said, it has happened. It's not like they have not happened. Oh. The only thing is the only says because oh share Ghana But whatever Jesus said started happening not today. And it only comes to affirm that Jesus is really coming. We have the Korean War from 1950 to 1953. The Korean War was fought between South Korea, US, UK versus North Korea, China, and the Soviet Union. That's the USSR, Russia. Today is Russia. Amen. We have the, the Libyan Civil War, 2011. Do you remember Gaddafi? Yeah. We have those people. US got involved, France got involved, Denmark, Italy, Canada versus Professor Gaddafi's forces and the rebels. Amen. Military interventions from 2014 till now, especially Islamic State, that is ISI of Iraq, and then Boko Haram. And we see them everywhere. They are, they are just interfering. Interfering. Now when you go to northern Nigeria, they've captured the place. Strong forces. And they are working. These are all military interventions. They are kingdoms, say kingdoms. And they are fighting. Amen. Amen. Number four. Number four, Matthew 24, verse 7. Farming. Say farming. Matthew 24, 7. For nations arise up against nations and kingdoms against kingdoms. So the Matthew 24, 7 is also for the number three. Okay, so write it under number three and number four. And there shall be famines and pestilence. Pestilence means sicknesses, same diseases. There shall be famine. So over the past 30 years, 1 billion people go hungry around the world. Over the past 30 years, it has been proven that over 1 billion people go hungry. Per statistics, over 1 billion people have been recorded going hungry and greatly from, from Africa. You know that, right? Greatly from Africa. When you watch the news, you will see. Over 1 billion people have been recorded going hungry. And write down what I'm saying. Write it down. So that you will be convinced by yourself. Go and search. Go and go search about, about farming and read. And then you will see for yourself. As I now it has, it has even increased. Because this note, I did it about 4 years ago or so. 
Yes, this note I, I, I did it. That, that was the, the note. I taught some of you when I took you to a camp. When you were at a fellowship, young, young, young people, children. I taught some of you. Wow. <laughs> so this one, just that I, I didn't check the updates. It's a lot of work. I'm tired. I, <laughs> so at least, if nothing at all, over 30 years now, 1 billion people go hungry around the world. And world food shortage has been recorded times and number. World food shortage. That is why UN have taken it upon themselves to feed some part of the world. And our churches are getting on board to feed some part of the world. Can I have an amen? How many of you know of Somalia? The farming that, that came in Somalia. See, they will show children um, 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 with only spine, with koshoko and tali. Like when you see the child. You are like, really, this is a human being? Somalia, Liberia, Haiti. You know Haiti? Several places. Amen. So, hunger, famine, what Jesus prophet, and even for some of you in your home. Right, right, and some of us. If you know, if you right, and in my home. Hey! I'm the one by you. Should I write your home so I will do dinner too? Or Henry's home? Should I, should I add your home to it? Because some of you, the famine has visited your home. From today, you are coming out of famine. So you are coming out of famine. Very, very important. Number five, diseases. Diseases. When Jesus was saying this thing in verse 7 of Matthew 24, by then, I didn't hear of diseases, uh, like outbreaks of diseases, pandemoniums, everywhere. No, no, no. Everywhere, no, no, they didn't hear of, of sicknesses spreading just like that. No, but when Jesus prophesied it and his time is about coming, we have heard of several. When you read books, some time ago, tuberculosis was never in existence. When it first came, there was no cure for it, it killed several people. When you read about, especially when, when you read about books on healing ministries, realize that one of the sickness they used to heal in the 80s, by 70s and 30s, tuberculosis. When it comes back, it will kill you like HIV. So we have vibro cholera. Some years ago when Jesus prophesied this, it wasn't there. But you all know cholera. We have HIV. We have cyclospora. It causes severe diarrhea. Don't say A, write it down. It causes severe diarrhea. Cyclospora. Hey, when you go home, go and read. It causes severe diarrhea. Take the message. After this, you need the recording. Because you have to listen to it. Say cyclospora. It causes severe diarrhea. And then another disease called blastosis. Blastosis. It affects the large intestine. Do you know the large intestine? At least basic science taught you that the large intestine. And then leaves you with abdominal pain. Blastosis, when it happens like that, it leaves you with severe abdominal pain. People, uh, a lot of times, they have abdominal pain. Not the normal ones that come. But this one, severe abdominal pain. We have the bird flu. Swine flu. Gonorrhea, syphilis, Ebola, like so many diseases, animal diseases, car, I've not yet mentioned. Amen. And when Jesus prophesied this, all these diseases were not there. Now look at Ebola. People are afraid. And you see, I tell you that because of this prophecy, more are yet to come. More are yet to come. Jesus said it will, it will happen. It, will, it is what will show that I'm coming. Sicknesses. Of all sorts will come. And they are coming. Number six, earthquakes. 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 How many of you were in Ghana when we had earthquakes some years ago? By then some of us were, were quite young, right? Which, which year was that? Oh, those of you who are quite mature, help, help the... I think it was around the early part of 2000s, right? Yeah. There was an earthquake in Ghana. Some of you, you were, you were babies. You didn't notice it. So in the 21st century, in the 21st century, that is the 2000s, we have a lot 
I will not even talk about the 20th and the 19th, so I will not talk about that. But if just recently, I will just mention recent 2010, we have the Haiti earthquake, the one that happened in Ghana in the early part of the 20s. And you see, the one that happened in, in Haiti is the most destructive one. That's why it left them with famine and all sorts of things. 2004, we have the Indian Ocean earthquake. 2005, the Pakistan earthquake. 2015, an earthquake in eastern Peru. 2015, July 27th, there was an earthquake in, in, in Indonesia. In 2015, in Pakistan, several places. But my time will help me to touch on them. Amen. amen. Oh, amen. amen. Number seven, Christian persecution. Christian persecution. Oh. Hmm, let's see. Christian persecution, Matthew 24, 9. Then they will deliver up. They will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you. And you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. Okay, these are the words of Jesus. That before I come, Christians will be hated. Recently, I was showing the picture to some of my Bible students. Was it yesterday? I showed it to you or today. No, I think yesterday. A friend of mine. Then she was Lady Abigail's mate when we were in the Bible school. So she, yeah, he was my junior in the Bible school. And I think uh, I'm hearing that he, he was sent to go and pastor whether at the Cameroon church or he went to preach in Cameroon. You've heard it? Yeah. He's my friend, Isaac. Isaac Ato. He's been in, in, in Kwasima for several years. You know him? He's been, he's been killed just like that by the francophone anglophone there's some genocide going on there some war between the francophones and the anglophones and they just caught them shot them just like that young guy who i'm far older than him shot him like that he was even in his clerical but you see what i'm saying is that what jesus prophesied is happening christian persecution 322 christians are killed every month according to statistics 322 christians die in every part of the world every month not year month so calculate by 12 months 214 churches and church properties are destroyed every month every month very very sad 772 forms of violence are committed against christians including rape Abduction, beatings, assaulting, imprisonment, feed for lions, bent by a stake, hanging, stoning, etc. Shooting now. Very, very, very sad. Christians killed all over the world. In Russia, you have to hide. In China, you have to hide. Almost every part of the world, you have to. When you come to Africa, there are only two Christian nations in Africa. Two fully Christian nations. In, when it comes to West Africa, that is Ghana and Liberia. Jesus is coming. The day I die, I'm gone. But I know it will happen. You can't run away from it. Homosexuality, it will happen. You can't run away from it. You can't. You can't run away from it. It will happen. Some years ago in, in the UK or in, in America, when you mention homosexuality, hey, they will cause us, they will cause cancer. Now, nah, it's the main thing there. It will happen. Beloved, thank you for listening to this message by Pastor Prince Laye. If you have been blessed by this message but have not surrendered your life to Jesus Christ, kindly say this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you died that I may live. Please forgive me and wash me with your blood. I believe I am a child of God. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen. If you have said this prayer, know that your sins have been forgiven. And you are now a new creation. We invite you to worship with us on Sundays at Odoko, Alabama, behind the Deeper Life Church. First service from 7.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. Second service 
from 10 a.m. to 12 noon. For more information, please call 054-324-8982 or 024-1372-895. God richly bless you. Yeah.